Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is the 28th Marvel Cinematic Universe movie and the return of Sam Raimi to the House of Ideas. But is this a supremely good time or multiversally maddening? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. That was a long intro. Welcome to Popscorn the Fans today, we review podcast and we're back after another break. No, we won't explain ourselves. No, we will be explaining ourselves in, in very full, but we're not fucking apologising. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, and welcome into this review of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is going to be front-loaded by a hell of a lot of context as to why we took a month off. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, sorry guys. Um, if you were listening up until this point, this is on me. I was very selfish and went and did a marry. And they'd have to yeah. go on honeymoon. Um, and we haven't we haven't talked about your wedding on the podcast yet. No, we're going to save all that talk yeah. for the end. Yeah. We're going to give people what they want and give them what they want at the end in a little post credit scene. Um, I get to find out so much. <laughs> you specifically, you Michael, yep. get to find out what happened at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> not the obvious thing. No, not what, no, what, not what. Not happened what at happened at Pearl, Pearl Harbor. But what happened to me at Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Not um, historically, no. <laughs> which most people know. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll keep all wedding talk until the end. Yeah. Um, it was nice. Yeah, um, that's all you need to know. And it, this movie came out whilst we were over there. Yes, I had hoped, perversely, that there would be a night of torrential downpour rain in Hawaii that would facilitate us maybe going to the cinema. Unfortunately, it was breathtakingly beautiful the whole week. Yeah. The bastard. Um, <laughs> you spent all week dressed as Max Payne for. Yes, I did. Um, we were great. also in LA on the same street where the Doctor Strange premiere happened. Wow. But we missed it. Hmm. Uh, it like, happened. We think it either happened on the. So we got there on the Monday. It either happened. No, sorry. Wait, Monday? The days make no sense. Hmm. Yes, it would have been the Monday. I think it took place on the. Th- the Wednesday was this at Mans? Was it at Mans? No, it wasn't at the Chinese oh. one. It was at Dis- uh, Disney's own theatre. Oh, just the, down L- the road. L L Frig. What's it called? The L Capitaine. That sounds about right. One. Yeah. Either way, I think we missed it by like a day. Mm. Um, so we didn't get to go and. I mean, not like we would have got in, but it would be nice to drive past it at some point. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I didn't get to see it in America. Then we got back and were ill and busy and it took until um when did we even go we were recording this on a friday i watched it this follow this past monday right so you're probably three weeks deep with your thoughts on doctor strange oh yeah yeah i've had a lot of time to gestate five days deep with mine this will be interesting so um yeah that's why we're a little delayed yeah um but we're back now and we don't foresee any more delays i mean you think this is delayed the moon night review is even more (laughs) goddamn delayed than this is um prepare for the coldest takes on the internet oh yes but we're recording this on the day that kenobi is coming yeah he's out in the world now um strange things is out yeah the boy starts next week because amazon disney and netflix have all gone mexican standoff for the next (laughs) uh, for over the course of june so sweet uh, and then I think uh, Umbrella Academy is starting basically the week after Stranger Things finishes. And then the week after that is what we do in The Shadows 4. And Cap- and Miss Marvel's coming. Oh, no, the coming. month after that, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Miss Marvel's also coming. So yeah. we're going to use this review as you know, a review of Doctor Strange and a bit of a catch-all for all the Marvel stuff we've missed. <laughs> uh, and then, 
honeymoon tour. Yes. Um, but let's, uh, without any further ado than the four minutes of ado we've already <laughs> given it, um, overall thoughts. I'll, I'll be honest with you, this is, this is a movie that, because I've had like a month to think about yeah. it, has very much evolved in my thoughts. And when I first saw it, I really enjoyed it. And now thinking about it, mm. it is littered with flaws. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, boy, is this a weird one. Like, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. <laughs> no, I, I put it on my letterbox and it's mm. pretty low. Oh, no. It's for the both, year or just for the MCU? Just for the, for the MCU. That's fair. It's it's low. Um, I describe it as a mediocre movie that loses its goddamn mind for the last 30 minutes of the film. <laughs> And not necessarily in a good way. I don't, um, we're going to get onto this, but yes. like generally speaking, what we're seeing here, and the reason that I think we've got such a, a kind of a, a lacklustre opinion of this, mm. is the Marvel formula becoming the problem. Mm. This there's there's hints of a Sam Raimi movie in this. Yes, that I think would have been far more interesting to make, but couldn't have been made for a PG thirteen. No, so they just don't do it. And do some other dumb bullshit. It's it's the first one to feel the weight of continuity really upon it, mm. and that being a burden rather than you know a tool for good. Like it's there's there's a lot of things competing here for your attention, and a lot of things that this is the first one that has the problem that we foresaw of if you don't watch the Disney Plus stuff, you're not getting everything you need after this movie. And in fact, watching the Disney Plus stuff can also actually be problematic for watching this, because <laughs> you know more than maybe you should. I was just about to say that, and also it it completely ruins a character motivation, despite the fact it's essential viewing yeah. to understanding this. So let's dive into it. Uh-huh. Doctor Strange himself, obviously, Bender Cumberbatch, is back. He was never my favourite Avenger. No, he's not. His no solo one. movie was perfectly okay. I've got it ranked as low as this one. They yeah. are pretty much neck and neck. I think this one's slightly better, but it's not. There's not much into nah. it. And again, he's fine here. He has a couple of funny lines. Like they nailed it. It's pretty funny. Yep. Um, and that's actually kind of about it, really, isn't uh, it? Yeah. This is the thing. I don't know if this was just influencing influencing my thoughts at all. I seem to remember. I can't remember who he's been interviewed for or what, mm. but. Because basically all the Marvel actors are now starting to crack. Yep. They haven't got the fortitude that the original Avengers had because Tom Holland immediately said, I'm taking a break from acting. <laughs> After this, Bender Cumbert said, I'm taking a break from acting. Elizabeth Olsen's like, I'm looking forward to doing indie films now. Um, Cumberbatch, I think, said to somebody, he doesn't really know if Doctor Strange has a character arc in this. Mm. And when you say that, and you know, having heard that and watching the film, I think I agree with Cumberbatch. I, like, I think he's right. Other than one thing that's very much different about Doctor Strange, yep. visual jokes and an audio podcast, mm-hmm. is he tangibly different from either the start of the film to the end of it, or from the end of the last one, his last solo movie, to the end of this one? I don't think he is. I don't think he is. The, the story arc of Stephen Strange appears to have ended in Endgame. Hmm. Because you've obviously the origin story we all know that you know brilliant surgeon gets his hands crushed in a car accident yes. becomes magic somehow mm. like that's your first film the second one was ne- well they say the second one that his arc in Infinity War and Endgame yeah was having the knowledge of how to get out of the most precarious situation yes. any of these characters have been in and at the start of this movie they just about 
reference that. Yeah. And that would have been an incredible movie to go on. Someone comes up to him, without spoiling too much, someone comes up to him and says, was there really no other way? Mm. And he says, no, I made the only play we had. Yes. Had that been the motivation for everything that's going on, mm. that would have been a way better movie. There's your character arc. Yes. It's, it's the Sorcerer Supreme who, you know, was blipped for five years. He's mm. no longer the Sorcerer Supreme, as we found out three movies ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, now has to deal with, did I make the right call? That's not what they do. <laughs> That's interesting. Instead, what they do is basically spend two hours going, you're all right. Are you happy? Are you happy? And the answer is consistently, no. <laughs> and that does not change over the course of two hours. He's not particularly happy. No. And even when he says he is, he's quite clearly lying. Yeah. Like, I... Because the problem is, Doctor Strange himself as a character is quite a stoic, you know, set in his ways, I know everything. But this is... Okay. Is this a spoiler? No, it's not really a spoiler. I just thought about it. His problem at the moment is he's Reed Richards without the rest of the Fantastic Four to bounce off. Because mm. he's got to be this stuck in his lanes, like typical 40-year-old white man with a power complex without anybody else really like around him that's close to him that can change that way of direction. It means he's quite boring as yeah. a character. He can do quite cool things, but as a character, he's quite boring. And he, the way that he... The story progresses by way of him using more and more magic powers mm. as opposed to him having to make decisions. Yes. Like, a little bit of that comes into it in relationship with America Chavez, but, like, not mm. enough. And, like I said, he just gets in this movie, and, like, he's not appreciably different, nor did he go on such a fun journey that it doesn't matter. That's true. You know what I mean? Because mm. look at Thor Ragnarok. That's definitely a change of character from the start to the end. Oh, hell yeah. And it's a hell of a fun time. It's a it's a change of character compared to the other two movies in the franchise. Yes, exactly and, that. And works as a setup for like a comedic setup for the character's lowest moment mm. to then bring him back up again, and mm-hmm. it looks like we're heading up for another comedic moment and potentially another. Yes. there's there's a, there's an arc going on there. In fact, there's several arcs. It's more of a sine wave. Yeah. Um. But in, he's again. He spends half of the film being asked how happy he is, mm. and the other half of the film chasing. So many MacGuffins. All the MacGuffins. All the MacGuffins. All of them. All at once. Speaking of which, America Chavez. Have you practised how to say the name, Michael? Sochi Gomez. Oh, he has! I've practised too! <laughs> I was going to impress you! I'd finally figured out. I was like, why don't you just check out to pronounce impronounceable names before you start? <laughs> yeah, Sochi. Like the Winter Olympics. Yes. That's how no, I remember it. Not Like your, um, you just had a habanero. <laughs> Gomez. <laughs> No, it's unspeakable a, horror yeah. government. No, she's, um, she's um, I, I, this character, I, I've got, I've got to lead with this. Mm-hmm. I've got to lead with this. Mm-hmm. This character's origin is that she gets scared by a bee. <laughs> I know that's a spoiler. I don't give a fuck. It's true. This character's origin is she gets scared by a bee. I think America Chavez's biggest problem is that she's coming off what Marvel's actually had a pretty good streak of introducing new female characters. Hmm. Like we had um, Yelena Belova in Black Widow. Mm -hmm. We had um, uh, uh, Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. Agatha Harkness. Agatha Harkness. 
we're just coming off, we're going to get to it later, fucking Layla in Moon Knight, mm. right? They've done a really good job recently of introducing better female characters. And I mean, we've got Miss Marvel and She-Hulk to go this year on top of and, and the Marvels next year. CGI nightmare. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll get to She-Hulk. <laughs> I promise. And by comparison to all of them, we've already got really interesting characters. Mm. She's a bit of a, a, bit, a bit bland in comparison. Yeah. And like, it's not that she's bad. Mm. I think I think Sasha Jamez does just fine, but they were all so nuanced, and she's just not. No, she's she is a MacGuffin herself. Yeah, like in fact, both of the main characters are just <laughs> what what bullshit can we pull out now? <laughs> <laughs> Random bullshit go etc. <laughs> to quote Moon Knight. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I. I the, you couldn't have had two more polarizing Marvel things out at the same time, and one that is just so untethered by all of yeah. the bullshit <laughs> yes. and feels so refreshing. And then there's this, this dealing with all of it crushing down upon it, <laughs> um, that also goes, "No, it's fine. I can carry that. I can also try and wrap up a bunch of other franchises if you like." Like, no, stop it. I, I worry this is. This is why all comics have to reboot themselves eventually, because mm. the weight of continuity just becomes so stifling that you can't do anything that isn't off-world or completely unrelated. Anything that you want to have those narrative threads come through. I say that, like, you know, Avengers worked f- perfectly fine. Spider-Man worked fine. Yeah, and that was with ten years of storytelling. Yeah. Maybe it's just that Doctor Strange isn't, isn't the one for this. Or just that I think they've not let Sam Raimi make a Sam Raimi no, movie. Because when not. that shows up, it's fun. Yeah, it's just that it doesn't work because that's not the movie that is being made. No, this is very much a we've got to keep the engine rolling until we can do a movie that we can unveil some actual new characters in. Yeah, I mean, I know we've just been talking about Sochi Gomez as Mel mm. Chavez, and yes, it's a new and interesting character who got scared yeah. by a bee. She was like five. I get scared of bees when I was I'm st- I'm, five. Yeah, I still don't like bees. What there I'm saying is, is that I didn't get scared by a bee and suck my two moms into space. <laughs> That's a hell of a sentence. Hell of a sentence. It's ju- th- that character is so MacGuffin-y that that mm. entire backstory, it could it literally fits in a in like a vine. Yeah. It, and then you've got Doctor Strange who went through a whole other movie mm. that was better than this but still not great. Yeah. And I'm expected to give a shit about, but what's America Chavez doing? Yeah, I know. When it's... when people aren't on screen, people should be asking, "Where's America <laughs> Chavez?" No, I think because she's pretty much brand new, she leaves like that going forward, and there's chances for her to move on and be better. Hmm. I think the weight of continuity. It's a toss-up for who it actually impacts worse of two other characters. Mm. I think it's actually Wong who gets it the worst. Because Wong is basically Basil Exposition his entire fucking movie. <laughs> his job is to explain what's going on and then get knocked out. Like, yes. that's, yep. all, that's all Benedict Wong gets to do this entire fucking movie. He's <laughs> just go, well, this is why this is important and we can't do this because of X. Bang, knocked out for ten minutes. They might as well have like, put him on a background and going, hi, I'm Wong from New Rockstars. <laughs> and just... <laughs> So here's what the dark holds all about. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bang! Smash your head off something else now. Wong survives a fall in this movie that should not have been su- survived. No. And I don't know how they. Well, they. Well, the thing is, they don't explain it because it's Phase Wong. Yeah. He's in everything. Phase Wong. <laughs> he was in Shang Chi. He's in Spider Man. He's in this. He's in She Hulk. Mm. Like Wong's. Wong's putting the fucking mileage in. Yeah. I can't um, wait for his crossover with Morbius. That'll be fun. Uh, uh. <laughs> So he really doesn't get a lot doing this. No. Like, and he doesn't get to be as funny as he usually is. He's just 
he's there to just tell me. He was weirdly better in Spider-Man, where he had less to do. Yeah, he really did. So, and like, and sometimes this movie, which is, again, really obsessed with explaining a lot of things and to keep people up to date if they've missed certain bits of Disney Plus programming, sometimes it just doesn't include that exhibition, such as, what the fuck is the big green minotaur walking around and why are we talking about the big <laughs> green minotaur? Oh, you can buy his pop figure. But doesn't even have a name. He has three lines. <laughs> no one looks at him. The <laughs> big fuck off green ball. Why are we not talking about him? We have zero context or explanation. <laughs> mm. um, I feel like this was a longer movie that got cut to shit in the edit. Mm, right. Two hours for a this level of movie feels a bit wrong. Yeah. Wrong. A bit wrong. Well, we know that the plans definitely change with this movie. Yes. Uh, which we can't talk about yet. Because we have to get through the plot so we do. before we can explain who should have been here. Yeah, so instead they shifted the mm. this, the villain of the piece to Wanda Maximoff. And therein lies the problem. I will say, I think given with what she's been given, Elizabeth Volson does very well. Mm. And there are some points where it's like, fuck me. She's scary. Like yes. when she rolls up on Camatard in the big fucking mm-hmm. cloud, mm, they don't skimp on making Wanda like the fucking threat for this. Yeah. They didn't feel like, you know, people are just worried of hurting her because, oh, it's Wanda and we can't do that. No, 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 no. She's fucking baller all the way through this. Yeah. Problem is, it's tantamount to a character assassination because it doesn't make sense if you either A, last saw her in Avengers, or B, watch WandaVish. Yeah. Neither, Neither of these things no. work. Because literally, like the, the last time we saw her in Avengers, she was trying to tear Thanos apart. And if yeah. you last saw her in WandaVision, you saw her just about grapple with the grief of losing her husband mm-hmm. and fictional children. Yes. And and now, in the space of what seems a few weeks, mm. she has turned into homicidal maniac. Like, as I was saying, they go out their way to explain a lot of things. The one thing they don't <laughs> belabor the fucking point of mm. is why has why has Wanda turned heel? Yes. Like, and that is the one thing this movie really needed to do. It it's, reminds me of WWE in right? the sense that they've just decided this character's evil now. She's evil now. You don't need to worry about it. Like, because it's implied in big fucking brackets mm. that basically the Darkhold is doing this to her, kind of. Yes. All this needed was a few sentences from Wong saying, the Darkhold corrupts. It doesn't control, but it will just basically turn off the the blinkers, the, the barriers in your head mm. that would stop you from, from Wanda being normal. Yeah, imagine Wong, you had two devils sitting on your shoulder and both of you were telling you to do it. Exactly that. That's that is the book. Need. In opening the book, she opened herself up to this. That is her fault. But she was a desperate mother looking for her kids. So the motivation that Wanda wants to see her kids again is fine. And if Wanda didn't have the dark heart, she'd be going about it in slightly more holistic ways. She might just ask America Chavez to send her to the multiverse where the kids are. Hmm. Or, you know, she'd be in it. The dark heart has basically turned the blinkers off and has sent her on this path. Hmm. So she's not... She made a mistake in the start... But this is largely the evil book's doing that's turned Wanda fucking all the way to eleven evil. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That, that's all you need. All that, yeah, and just have have pair that with a montage of other sorcerers finding the Darkhold and becoming fucking dreadful, dreadful yep. people and big black clouds of smoke. That's exactly all you that. need. What we get is welcome to my orchard that's full of dead trees. Yeah. <laughs> 
She goes full fucking Skeletor. Immediately! Yeah. Out of the gate! And it just doesn't chime. And because there's that dissonance between the one we saw at the end of WandaVision and the one at the end of Endgame, mm. it just jars the whole way through, no matter how like cool the visual effects are trying and fucking, you know, they're making it powerful and giving her all this cool stuff. It just doesn't feel earned. It doesn't mm. feel it doesn't feel like that's what that character would do. Mm. And that's what? a real shame because she she everything was here for the ingredients for her to be a really cool villain. Yep. They just stumbled a little bit with the one thing this movie does otherwise a lot of and explain things. Yeah. And like you could even have it is that like she'd got the kids on the farm and they were like, We can't let that happen. Zap. What the fuck did you do mm. that for? Hmm. There you go. But it it starts like it, it like it has the context of another series of WandaVision we haven't seen. Yeah. Other than that one, that one scene, I guess the post credits of yeah. WandaVision. But even then, it's a massive jump. It's ridiculous. The Scarlet Witch, yes, has been a villain in the comics before, mm. and you can kind of feel the sense that they want to build up to a no more mutant situation. Yes, but this is not the way to do that. No, and I just don't think was it worth turning a heel and doing this level of character assassination on her when. Somebody else could have been supplanted there, which because which we know who exactly. So it just doesn't feel right. It felt like they just wanted Elizabeth Olsen to have a movie and get to flex and be a villain, but they just didn't give her all the tools needed for it to really to work as well as it could do. Like I said, I don't think it's it's terrible because they do the powers are cool. She does look badass. She you know the motivations from her point of view, are kind of there, at least from the version of the character we're hearing talk, but it just it just needs that little bit more, and then I could have been like... I, I think the movie goes up in my estimation. Yeah. There. Well, this is it. Once you're handed a turn, it doesn't matter how well you flaunt it, exactly. your hands are still going to stink. And it's a shame, because WandaVision is still the best Disney Plus series, I think. <laughs> yeah, she only had the best Disney Plus series. Exactly. And probably the best thing in Phase 4 so far. Uh, Spider-Man. 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 Um, up there, up there, podium finish, at yes. least for WandaVision so far. And this is what the payoff for that was. Mm. It just doesn't feel... I don't feel rewarded having watched Disney Plus stuff. And if I hadn't have watched it, I would know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Wonder had kids? Where's Vision? Yes. <laughs> Where the Pre- fuck is Vision? Precisely the fucking question, especially because he gets name-dropped. You're like, exactly, where is Vision? <laughs> Anyway, but is there any other characters? I mean, Christine Palmer's there. Christine Palmer um, is very much there, isn't she? Poor Rachel McAdams. And a redhead now, which I'm not going to lie, works for me. Oh, Rachel McAdams always works, yep. regardless of hair colour. Yep. Um, I don't have anyone more that's not a spoiler. <laughs> uh, um, there's a lot. Yeah, because this is the other thing, right? They they could barely help themselves with saying, oh, there's cameos afoot. Mm. Oh, boy. And it felt like that was a bit stunty in retrospect. Of like, well, we're not wholly confident in this movie, but if we tell people yeah. cameos are coming, that might help. Uh, but there was also Mordo. Who was very oh. much here? Yeah, right. That they, they. It's not the Mordo from the, either the first movie or the fucking post credits of the first movie. The narratively interesting Mordo. Mm. It's a multiverse Mordo. Yes. Um, who is very not interesting. Like uh, we, he, we we really dragged uh, Chiwetelaja for back mm. for this. And it's he agreed, because he get to he got to be in the room with some of the cool people. Yeah, and that's it. I don't think he did. You reckon not? I reckon. 
all those people. Mm. I don't think they were ever in the room together at the same time. You reckon that? I 100% don't mm. think that. Um, this is the problem. A lot of this movie requires spoilers. Um, so it might be a little... I will say, this is there's a double-edged sword at play. I think visually, it can be very impressive. Some of the CGI is shonky as hell. Yes. Some of it is feels very Sam Raimi low budget mm. and seems to have been done intentionally. And yes. Those bits are good. Mm. Then there's some really... Uh, I mean, you've seen it in the trailers, budget Shumagorath. Yeah, is a you, is a low point. Do you know why they can't call it Shumagorath? They don't own the rights no, to the name Shumagorath. It's a Conan thing. Yep. Um, so it's uh, not Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Can <laughs> Con- imagine Conan O'Brien doesn't own the Shumagorath. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's Gargantos. Yeah. Gargantos looks fine. It's just when he interacts with anything that's yep. the problem. When he picks up Wong, that looks so bad. <laughs> that's like that's like two thousand and three, like Ben Affleck Daredevil level of CGI <laughs> shite. There's bits in Spider-Man One that look better than mm. that. There's, I, I think its problem is because it's in this kind of because annoyingly the multiverse thing is very interesting for one very quick montage and then it's just slightly different New York. Yes, every time. Um, and the problem is, it, it's sitting in this awkward middle ground where you have something like the Captain America movies, the Black Widow stuff, where everything's realistic. You have context for everything you're seeing and the CGI can just kind of fill in some of the action blanks. Then you have stuff like Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy, which is all fantastical all the time, so everything works in context. You know, it's it's like fucking alien creatures walking around an alien world, so... You don't really think because it's in that middle ground of showing, like, especially when he goes to the New York eight three eight eight three eight yeah eight three eight, and it's like this paradise and there's fucking plants going all through the building and stuff. It looks shonky because it's in that middle ground where it's not quite fantastical enough, but it's not grounded either, mm. and it just doesn't work. Um, but that is teamed with very interesting visual design for a lot of the movie, which is the first movie's biggest strength, admittedly. Yes. Um, they notice they. Most of the magic is still Catherine Wheel Sparkles. Yes. But there's at least a bit more variety in this one, which mm. is nice. We've got, um, we got a hexagonal dome at the at the Assault on Carmitage when they have the... Make oh, a big shield, that'll yes. help. <laughs> this can't possibly fail. We couldn't possibly, I don't know, try and hold her down with fucking chains like we did with Thanos. No, Why no, Why would we no. do that? No, that's too much of a good idea. I'm sure these shells and these big guns will stop her. Um, <laughs> yeah, repair the cannons that somehow aren't powered by magic. No, you'd think that would be a good plan, wouldn't you? You'd think it would have more defences, but apparently not. Yeah, it's, it's a double sword. Some of the CGI looks fine, some of it looks a bit... Um, and uh, it's not weird enough for enough of the movie. No. And then all of the Sam weird, Sam Raimi weirdness seems to be put in that last half an hour. Yeah, it's kind of like Sam Raimi got the the last half an hour in the uh, in the breakup. Yes, because I don't know if he'll come back and make another one. I'd be very surprised. Yeah, because very surprised. He really wants to make a Sam Raimi movie, mm. and I want to see films that are very much directors' movies mm. in the yes, Marvel story. True. Because this this is not this is a weird. It's a camel. This is, it is a camel. This is a camel. It it's a very camel. much... We've got to keep the franchise chugging. We have to tick off XYZ person being in the movie. Yes. And then also, we want to put Sam Raimi's name in the trailer and on the poster to make you fuckers come and watch it. Yes. So, yeah, I fear that this is going to be a problem 
go ongoing. They've already jettisoned John Watts from Fantastic Four. They have. He's been jettisoned directly into Star Wars. Some so that's people. fine. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, yeah, he's he's fine. Yeah, he'll, he'll be, be all right. Fine. But thinking about who's what are the directors we have? Next up is Thor. So it's Taika Waititi. Yes. So we're, we're golden. Uh, it's Nia DaCosta directing the Marvels. Yes, Ryan Coogler's back for, for Black Panther Band- 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 2. Uh, uh, Wakanda Forever, yeah. Whatever that um, ends up being. Apparently Namor. Yeah, apparently. Um, what else is there? Yeah, exactly. So, oh, no, because well, Thor... Guardians is James Gunn, yes. which is very much a James Gunn movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, you're right, because again, he must have come in pretty late to this when at least the first two acts were set in stone. Mm. We're going to have to get spoilers to really talk about it. I really didn't like the last half an hour of this movie. I was unintentionally laughing a lot. Mm. And I don't think it gelled with me. And maybe it dawned on me, like, maybe you didn't want a Sam Raimi movie, it turns out. Mm. Maybe this was giving him... Like, Spider-Man's fine, because there's only so much he can do with Spider-Man, because he's, you know, yes, he can swing and stick to walls and stuff. He can't control the multiverse like Doctor Strange can. And there's some choices, my friends. <laughs> there's some choices in the last half an hour of this movie. So, shall we get to them? But before that, is this a recommendation? Um, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? I mean, you already know if you want to watch this movie. Because, frankly, you already have. It's a contractual obligation at this point, whether you want to watch it or not. Um, we all want to like. We all want to know what what's coming next. This movie still doesn't fucking answer that question. No, it does not. So if you if you came here for big reveal, you ain't getting it. No. Regardless of who cameos, you ain't getting the big indication of where this story's going. No. We have no sign of what the whatever the fuck Kang's doing yet. No. Next. We have no sign of mutants. We have no sign of uh I mean even something like Doctor Doom. No no indication that any of this is happening. It is just very much. We had some cool cameos. We killed Wanda in a stupid way, like the character of Wanda, mm. and yeah, made we made money. We rolling in that dough. It, it felt it's it's an obligation movie. This is an up, and I thought it'd be different. Yeah, I, I thought you know, ah, oh, Sam Raimi. Oh, it's a multiverse film. Oh, we can, you know, the constraints are off. The constraints are very much on. Because this is what makes me worried, like, is this going to take, like, a Thor thing where someone's going to have to come in with a third movie, really stamp on it, and then it's like, oh, okay, Doctor Strange is saved because the third one's good. Okay, the Ragnarok strategy. Um, Is every main character's second outing their worst? No, uh, Iron Man, because Iron Man 3 is the worst fucking thing that ever happened. uh, Winter Soldier, so no. No. Uh, Just Thor. We don't know about Ant-Man yet. Um I well, no, Ant Man one's better, uh, but there's not much in that. Mm. Um, so we'll see. It, it, but it felt like they gave the the playbook was here. I know director change and all that stuff. The playbook was here to go as mental as you wanted with a Doctor Strange movie, and they just did oh a slightly different New York and oh a little bit of this and oh a little bit of that. It didn't really go all out, and when it does, I don't think it particularly works. Mm. So if you're a casual Marvel watcher. Wait for Disney Plus. Yeah, I I don't think you know. I'd have been because it would have been funny if I'd actually missed this completely. Like I just never got around to watching cinemas, and then this was the first Marvel movie I didn't watch in the cinema, and then watch it on Disney Plus. I went, oh okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been massively disappointed. I had a big of sense of wonder watching Shang Chi because that felt different, and I wasn't even that big of a fan of Shang Chi. No, you weren't. Um, yeah, it's. 
I'm not worried because Thor Love and Thunder by all accounts looks oh boy real good yeah right um, oh, might as well talk about it now. Yeah, they just put out the, the full trailer yep. uh, this week. With a proper look at Gore the God Butcher, who has a nose, which I'm not pleased about. <laughs> oh, that um, face. It's I so love good. That face. Um, the face of a man who's just figured out how badly he needs the toilet. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> if you were initiated, just like Malekith the Accursed got really goth, um, <laughs> so um, got real into self mutilation. But no, I think Christian Bale's a hell of a shape for a mm. fucking villain. That's going to be cool, mm. doing Gore the God Butcher. That looks. Great. If he's doing space, Patrick Bateman, I'm, I'm so Sweet. in. We're doing Greek mythologies, so you know I'm fucking down. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's ticking all the boxes. It looks funny. It looks exciting. Guns and Roses, apparently the ACDC of Iron Man two of the situation. So yep. fucking a. Um, Russell Crowe's here. Russell Crowe's here. Born oh, well. in Olympus in '60. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman's here. So we're not going to acknowledge that. So so we're going to have to at some point, but I don't want to. It's looking all good. Mm. Uh, it's got a really interesting... Like, already, even the trailer, I feel like it's put Thor in a more interesting place. Yeah. That this is a superhero trying to retire and trying to find peace. Yeah. That's an interesting story to tell with the God of Thunder. Yeah. Like, whereas this was Doctor Strange helps a, a Mexican child. Doctor Strange <laughs> does some more Doctor Strange things. Yeah, he's just he's just there. He doesn't <laughs> change. He just does more sp- different colours of sparkles this time. Yes. And there's more of him. Mm. Um, that's about it. And right. Yeah. Are we, we are we good? We're good. Spoiler alert! Okay, so, do you want to do the cameos and get them out of the way? Let's do them Because cameos. the one that was so fucking obvious from the trailer is Professor X is back. And? And they play the fucking song. <laughs> they play the song! That was the best bit. That was the, probably <laughs> my favourite. It's been the moment the happiest in the entire movie. Just hearing an orchestration of do-do-do-do-do for a couple of bars. And was... getting punched in the arm by me going, they play the song. They and he's the in the thing from the cartoon. Yellow floaty in... chair with the green suit and the blue tie. Yep. This is 100% is probably a bit too much, but this is 99% animated fucking Charles Xavier coming back. Yep. Uh, didn't it say it's welcome? No, it didn't. It No, it's problematic in some ways and, and not, because it kind of depends on where they go with the rules of do all variants look the same throughout the multiverse or this, do they not? I was going to bring this up, because Loki very much went, anybody can be this character. Yes, and that, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, also. anybody can be this character. But apparently, Doctor Strange... Um, Professor X, uh, Wanda, especially Wanda. Wanda. Wanda wears um, the same fucking sweatpants and uh, (laughs) hoodie in every multiverse, apparently. Um, Mordo. Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo. Captain Carter. Yeah. The one we'll get to in a second. Yeah. They all look the exact same. Yes. So. It's weird. So it's, well, this, maybe they're leaving it open then. So if they can get someone back, great. If they can't, we didn't get the Tom Cruise Iron Man that we thought we were going to get. No. It leaves it open to that. Because I was like, well, then you've shot yourself in the foot because then if you're following the logic that they all look the same across the multiverses, then that means we re- have to get McAvoy back, like, yeah, to be your professor or all get fucking... But they're not going to do that. Patrick Shoes in his fucking 80s. They're not <laughs> getting him to be the linchpin of the fucking The man's nearly X-Men. in his 90s, and for fuck's sake. And he's he, looking at... He held out longer than Ian McKellen did. True. Because <laughs> Ian McKellen started looking real fucking old about <laughs> 10 years ago and has carried on that trajectory. And also Ian McKellen was like, I'm good. He's good. I don't want to do Magneto I, again. Patrick Stewart pretty much looked exactly the fucking same. Although, but in this one, it's the first time I was like, oh, Patrick Stewart is old, isn't he? I'll tell you what, what mm. clued me into his age is how high his trousers were when he goes oh, inside yeah. Wanda's mind. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the man's got almost a tip belt going yes. on. It's it, it's something to behold. So that's interesting. But you know, it's I, I've, I'm the fucking biggest X Men apologist, X Men movie apologist. Fucking going. I was obviously happy to see him. Yes. And I don't think it's so it's welcome. It served its purpose. They still had to Professor X him. They did the thing from the comics. Yeah, he, he did the touching his head, pointing. He did the fucking yeah, the lines. He got his neck snapped. <laughs> All for this. Because if they go the way of the X-Men, the Jonathan Hickman X-Men comics, which was rumoured to be like, this might be how they introduce X-Men, mm. that is a completely different Charles Xavier. Yep, yep. He's gone full bell and he does not care. Um, so, <laughs> He's gone full no, He has gone full bell yeah. As all the boring white characters in Marvel eventually have to do, because they did to read with the maker, they fucking do it to Professor X in this, they did to Cyclops, they all have to go full dickhead at some point. Yeah. Um, Hank Pym. Hank yep. Pym. There we go. See, we've already mentioned them. Um, Hallie Atwell's back as Captain Carter. She is. Looking dope. Yeah. Um, Love the costume. It's a good suit. It's a real good fucking suit. Doesn't do a lot. To be fair, her and Monica Rambeau, who's Captain Marvel in this universe, do a lot better than the boys do in Fighting Wonder. This, that fight scene, I know why they did it. I know why they did that. Mm. But also, what the hell were they the, the, the last two standing? Because <laughs> the other two. Yeah. We'll get to the bigger deal in a moment. For some ungodly fucking reason, <laughs> they brought Black Bolt back. But they put him in the costume. And it looks great. No, it doesn't. Well, as good as Black Bolt well, okay. ever looks. It looks accurate. Yes, it that. looks much accurate. Black Bolt still looks fucking stupid. Yeah. And is still fucking stupid. <laughs> so, we get to see Musi's powers are some total of twice, both of which look dead stupid. Yeah. One, when he fucking kills 88 Strange. Yeah. Which is really fun. Sorry. Full on Bart Simpson with the fucking thing. <laughs> testing, testing, <laughs> testing. Those are his powers, though. Those are his powers. <laughs> This oh, dumb bastard. I bet, I bet the actor, I can't remember his name. Anson Mount. In. Because he's getting a lot of praise. He's in the new Star Trek um, yeah, yeah. series and everyone's fucking loving him. And, you know, he, he seemed genuinely excited to come back as Black Bolt because fucking ain't now in human season two coming. And all he got to do <laughs> was dress in his black condom suit with his stupid little fork. <laughs> And then have the stupidest death. Oh, I thought it was fun. I liked that. I liked that death <laughs> but, a lot. But how stupid does it make him seem? So, oh, yeah, he's a fucking dunderhead for doing it. So, but... <laughs> he's about to use his fucking powers to just wipe Wonder off and presumably everything within a four-mile radius behind her off the face of the earth, but fuck them, I guess. <laughs> and Wonder just goes, you have no mouth. Yep. And then the Dumbass speaks. It was cool. I like that. That was that was a cool visual to see in an otherwise family friendly movie. True of a man who just blew his own brains out. Brains are quite clearly slishing around the big condom yeah. thing. <laughs> Welcome, Black Back Bolt. Glad to have you, fucking dumpy. <laughs> literally, he literally gets kennied. He Does get- he get- <laughs> <laughs> We've we've had people get soloed. We've had people get uh, Palpatine, <laughs> and now we've had someone get Kenny. <laughs> Good. I d- this, this this is the on cameo. I'm like, leave that in cameo territory. We don't. I ain't no one. The internals and the Inhumans are in a race for the bottom, for which one I care about the least. <laughs> I, I can't bring myself to care about either of them. Okay. Can you remember any of the Eternals' names? Right. I can do this. Oh, can I you can actually? do this. Right. Cersei, that was Gemma Chan. Icarus, because he flew into the sun. 
Um, <laughs> gave us a great gift. Um, 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 you had Thena. Um, oh, who was Thena's mate? Um, uh, right, yeah, uh, uh, the Pixie one. You weren't called Pixie. Sprite. It's Sprite. Mm. Kingo. That was um, dickhead we don't like. Oh, um, we're going to be seeing him very soon. I know. Oh, fuck do I know that. <laughs> Gilgamesh. It was Gilgamesh. Mm. Is that all of them? You're doing quite Ajax well. Ajax was... Um, uh, what's her face? Yep. Who am I missing? Uh, you're missing uh, Barry Kyung. Yeah, we've got Barry Kyung. Oh, and the and the, the deaf lady. Yep. Um, Akari, Makari. Yep. And then Druid. Yep. Was that all of them? Hang on. Cersei. Cersei. Icarus. Gilgamesh, Athena, Makari, Druig, uh, uh, Kingo, Sprite. Oh shit, there are some missing. Yeah, it's ten. <laughs> uh, this fun sideshow in the in the middle of our review of a movie we didn't much care about. You challenged me. There's two missing. Yeah. Oh, who are they? What do they do? I don't even know. <laughs> Strong guy and punch guy. <laughs> Thing guy. I. Don't know. Dane Whitman doesn't count. Uh, There's two missing. I can't remember who they are. That's still a. Uh, oh wait, Ajax. 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 That's Ajax. nine. Who's the tenth one? Who's the tenth one? one I'll be honest with you. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know why I'm asking you. You're fucking scary. I'm not looking forward to having to eventually buy that on Blu-ray. Oh <laughs> god. Anyway, um, yeah, but you know that's going to play on my mind until I figure it out. But anyway, we're going to move on. Um, so let's talk about the big one. Yes. The big cameo that I had sport for me on holiday. Yeah. There was no escaping the fact that fucking no. um, Jim from The Office is now Reed Richards. Yep. The fan cast come true, everybody. Yeah. And I don't think he does too bad. I think he's fine. But I just, it just doesn't scream Reed Richards to me. He's not enough of a dickhead. Nor a nerd. Yeah. Because Reed Richards, as we've said many times on our various podcasts, even Reed Richards does not want to be Reed Richards. No. And that was a very comfortable Reed Richards. He was very yeah. touchy-feely. He was yeah. also the dumbest dickhead alive. <laughs> so, Wanda, one more step from you and Black Bolt will speak at you with his mouth that he has on his face to kill you with his mouth that has teeth inside of it. You've seen the meme where it's like, Wanda, Black Bolt can tell you where to find your kids. Go on, Black Bolt. Yeah. And then credits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... Honestly, that would have been funnier. <laughs> yeah. Introduced as the smartest man alive, and then <laughs> Goes proceeds out. to make a series of really stupid decisions. Um, and then gets hot snakes. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets turned into spaghetti <laughs> immediately, which is brilliant. Yeah, brutal fucking death. Yep. And the, the, the kind of quasi-well, does this mean that he's... Um, God, he's, the, he's the 616, which is what they called it. Which would be incorrect. Yeah, it's one nine 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 or something. Isn't yeah, it? which is based off a Kevin Feige joke, I think. Yeah. Um, but you know, cool six one six is. That's the numbers that people know. Yeah, so it's on. There's a lot of six one six things at Avengers Campus, which I may have gone to. Oh, is that was that open when you went? Yes, it was. Oh shit! Oh, I've been on Web Slingers. Is it any good? It's actually quite fun. Yeah? Reviews were a bit spotty. I actually found it quite <laughs> Did fun. Did you get to see the robot faceplant? No. Ah, oh, I didn't get to see the robot faceplant. That's a shame. Um, no, we missed that because we were in the queue for, for Web right. So we missed the Spider-Man show. Um, <laughs> that fucking robot. Uh, it's, it's an, incre- <laughs> it's an um, incredible thing. Where were we? Uh, yeah, so it's, he introduces the world's smartest man. Like, there's... 
there's a sense of, I watched a video that was about this, he said, this feels like the read that's at the end of his journey. Mm. And it's going to be weird to have a cameo from Endgame, Endgame's the wrong word, End journey read, and then have to go back and see John Quincy play starting read. Mm. That's, there's distance there. I think they've used this as like a test pilot of, John Quincy's a busy man, mm. and he was the fan cast. So he makes the fans happy, and if people gel with him, I mean, John since he's probably played a blind because he's like, well, everyone seems to like Mr. E. Richards. Guess yeah. my contract's going up. Um, so, fair play to him. And John Watts has left, so he could direct. He could. There's an open chair there and for him. And we know that um, he can do it because mm. Quiet Place. So Yeah. yeah. Um, his wife is very much... She's either playing a very dangerous game of I flew a camel to the moon once because she's basically saying, why the fuck would I want to do that? That seems really <laughs> fucking stupid. I hate superhero movies. Which then comes out and she's Sue Storm. She's played a blind because mm. she convinced me. Um, who's the big oh, Bryce Dallas Howard is the big rumour for Sue Storm but mm. I think she's come out and said it is rumour okay in the same way that Daniel Radcliffe has to keep coming out and saying I'm not Wolverine leave me alone <laughs> just let me be weird Al I'd like to be Wolverine but I'm not Wolverine um, <laughs> I could see Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard's actually not one I had considered but I think she'd be a I pretty can, good Sue Storm I can see that particularly as they're going with like well if Krasinski is it they've aged him to the point where it's believable for him to be a dad because he mm. does mention they've got kids mm. so Franklin and Valeria are running around fucking 838 so yeah. cool um, but yeah it's it's a strange one because it is literally like he maybe says five lines yeah it, it, it's they're very good lines but yeah. like you know it was a fun cameo I guess the Fantastic Four against all odds beat the mutants back to the fucking Marvel movies by about 30 seconds Yep. Who saw that coming? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a not, they got most of the Illuminati they could from the comics. Obviously, they haven't introduced Namor yet, so they can't do him. And they're planning on actually doing the 616 Namor. Yes. So, hmm. yeah, if you believe the, the rumours going around, he's going to be very Aquaman tribal-inspired Namor. Yeah, I saw that. So, oh, no one gives a shit about Namor. You can do what you want with him. Because um, there is an empty chair, and that's implied to either be his, or it could be T'Challa's. Or, um, who's the other one they said? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, oh, Iron Man. It might be whatever universe's version of Iron Man that is. So, is this it for the Illuminati? Was it just they were here to play lip service to the Illuminati and incursions and then off-ski? Pretty much. Because, the, uh, it, again, when we pitched Phase 4, please mm. go listen to that episode of Pitching mm. Tense, you very much had the Illuminati at the head of Phase 4. Because your phase four was very much like it was still dealing with Thanos. Whereas yes. this is like wiped the slate clean and gone, oh no, we broke the universe. Yes. So what they've done here is they've had them stand in for the Avengers mm-hmm. in Universe 838. Yes. And then unceremoniously killed all of them off. Yeah, pretty much. Literally all of them. No, Mordo's still going. Mordo's still going. But that's oh, it. Oh boy, that's a good universe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so... I don't see how that can then go. The, the Doctor Strange comes back to our universe and goes, we need to set up an Illuminati because they failed incredibly fucking hard. Yeah, they did. That would be a dumb decision. They would. Because um, it doesn't seem like incursions were set up in a way that they are now... We're the, not in the midst of one. Yeah, because well, if you go back to Source and go back to the comic books, the Illuminati's whole thing is stopping these incursions and they were the thing that led to... Battle World, which is where a lot of people think we head toward, we head towards the Secret Wars thing. There'll be see all these multiverses collide together and make one place, and then they'll sort that out, and then we'll go and do that. Particularly because it's a Fantastic Four centric story, yeah. and obviously, you know, they've just put Reed Richards back into the mix. Mm. 
didn't feel like they were set up to be all that big a deal. Again, I thought if we were going towards Battleworld and doing Secret Wars, we might have had a little bit of a hint that Doom's the next big bad. But he's... But why would we do that? Not in a Fantastic Four movie. That, plus he seems to be at the back of the line because we know Kang's coming. Mm. Um, we're setting up... Um, oh, there was somebody else. That's annoying. Um, like, Gore the God Butcher could... He's a big deal they're going to have to go and deal with in, mm. in Thor Ragnarok. So... Um, Fucking the the Celestials, arguably, yeah. you know, could be a big threat as well if they ever want to do Eternals again, but I don't think they do. No, which leaves Galactus, which very much has to be the end of the franchise. It does. Um, if you're bringing mutants back, you can have another... I mean, Magneto's there, but you can have another stab at Apocalypse, mm. which fucking A. Um, it's not as opposed to Oscar Isaac Ivanus. Hey, it's fine. Oscar Isaac's doing Egyptian shit has been fully fucking redeemed. <laughs> yep. It's all good now. He's fine. He's off the hook. Um, cool. Okay, well, that, Oh, there is one more new character introduced. Yes. Uh, right at the end. That implies incursions are still going on, but they seem to be a Doctor Strange problem. And the post-credits thing. The, the post-credits thing. That I had to look up. We are now reaching the point of characters I thoroughly don't give a fuck about. You don't care about Clea? No! Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I was like, it's Doctor Strange's purple friend. I can't remember what her name In is. In a vaguely Eternals looking outfit. And then like you look and yeah. it's like, oh, two months ago she was made Sorcerer Supreme in the comic yeah. books. Oh, it's Synergy. We're here for Synergy. But it's Charlize Theron. You know what, Doctor Strange? You might be spunked away. You know, you might be destined to spunk away fucking infinite levels of Rachel McAdams, but at least you've still got Charlize Theron as a <laughs> consolation prize. Hell of a consolation prize. Oh, yeah. You're doing fine. Uh, yeah. That implies they've not cast a no-name matter. Mm. And that, to me, says, well, we're definitely getting a Doctor Strange so that you don't cast Charlize Theron as just a bit. No. They might have just cast John Trudinsky as a bit part of things, so I might be better to eat some crow, but... And it seems like that's where we're going for the direction of number three. It'll be there, clear and Doctor Strange dealing yeah. with incursions. We're going back to the dark dimension. Oh boy. We missed that, didn't we? Are we going to get a proper Dormammu who was actually a big flaming skull man? That'd be cool. No, it's big ripple face man. Uh, um, she looked cool. She was purple. She sure <laughs> was purple. You could have for a split second thought she was Psylocke. Yeah. She had fucking psychic daggers and all that business. And very dramatic eyeliner. Mm. Um, right, I think that's every character we need to talk about. Sure, I think it is. Can we talk? Should we talk about the batshit insane last half oh, hour? Fuck me, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I'm getting the impression you didn't mind it, or maybe even liked the last half an hour. There was a lot of ideas in there that I liked, but I wish they could have done it in a Sam Raimi movie. I couldn't stop laughing. Mm. The music note fight might I, be the new dumbest thing in I the MCU. That. I thought that was really fun. <laughs> but the thing is, it's fun, but it's not congruous to the story or telling. No. It was fun. It was dumb and stupid. I'd watch it on YouTube. I ain't buying a Blu-ray. You know what? That, you know you make a good point because this whole not being a full Sam Raimi thing is what if they neutered the first two acts of a Taika Waititi Thor movie and then just let him go mad for the end? Yeah. Would I have liked it? Because it would have jarred with the rest of it. So you might be right. If they let him go full fucking bananas the whole time, mm. maybe it works better. But that isn't the world we live in. No. And in this multiverse, it's only the last half an hour. Yep. And it's such a turn. They it's go- such a dramatic left turn yeah. that it doesn't work. So they go to an incursion 
ridden world. Yes. Which basically is just Death Stranding. They go to Death Stranding. They go to the world, the Doctor Strange episode of What If, basically. Yeah, yeah. And where everything's turned into inky blackness. Although that is supposedly a different version. Yeah, it's not... It's not Strange Supreme. Mm. It's the Strange... Is it supposed to be the Strange of 8? No, because the Strange of 838 gets Eisen sorry to death. Yeah, so this is the one that the one from 838 possessed, Mm. and... The incursion then took his world because know, Doctor Strange mumbly jumbly. Um, oh, we heard the cool fan theory that Defender Strange, the first one we see at the start of the movie, who eventually becomes a zombie, is the Doctor Strange from the Sam Raimi Spider Man verse. Oh, that's cool. Because they say Doctor Strange gets name dropped in Spider Man yeah, 2. It's taken. So like, Doctor Strange, it's taken. Mm. He's the one from the Raimi film. That'd be like, cool. That's a cool idea. I'd like that. Um, so, yeah, they. Especially because they make him into a deadite. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they they kill the, the the multiverse variants of Doctor Strange. You get the one at the very opening of the movie is Defender, who then gets unceremoniously killed off by mm-hmm. Tentacle Guy Ragman. Ragman. Mm-hmm. Ragman kills him. Um, there but... was a Ragman in Arrow, wasn't there? Who could just control some rags. <laughs> I seem to remember that was like DC Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> Sounds CW Arrow, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, we could, we surely can have a a forty five minute family drama about that. Yeah, no problem. Bring the rag man in. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look at him. I'm sure there was a rag man. If they they'd set that here, it definitely would have been the tatter. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that would have been good. So right, so you, oh, they defend a strange who has white temples and a ponytail gets killed off. Gets buried in 616 universe. Then Doctor Strange goes off and does Doctor Strange things. We learn about 838 Strange. We go to not Strange Supreme, but I Rag guess... Man. Ragman. <laughs> that's Ragman, all right. Yeah, that's Ragman. Uh, <laughs> that looks fucking stupid. He does. Um, yeah, and then we re- meet another evil Darkhold variant. They have a music note fight. I like the fact that it's the... Again, in the... In... No, no, that's that's Final Countdown. Um <laughs> And then they throw notes at each other, and that's the thing. And grow on me, but at the time I was just like, "Fuck, that's stupid." It definitely is like. <laughs> it's not as bad as Night Fight. I won't have that shit. It's not as bad as the Night Fight. Oh, from from West, West Side, Side Story. Story. No, fair enough. Nothing's as bad as that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. That's why I hate it so much. <laughs> Plinky Plonky Pano moves go over a fucking climactic fight. That makes more sense. Um, where were we going? Oh, but it introduces the concept of dream walking quite heavily in the movie, which is what leads us yes. to the climax. So, essentially, using the dark old, you can take uh, like control of a version of yourself from a different universe. And so, I've just realised who the other term is. It's Fastos. Fastos. Oh, one off. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. It was Fastos. Um, yeah, so you can take control of yourself from a different universe and kind of like drive them like a big puppet. Uh, which, yeah, which the back half of this movie is Doctor Strange is in a no, Doctor Strange is in the incursion universe, mm. piloting a corpse in our universe to fight Wanda, who has just driven her version from 838 with America Chavez mm. into six. You can see why this kind of falls apart, really, because yeah. you try to explain it. And and it really doesn't fucking work. No, I'll I'll level with you. I hope the phase four seems to be the multiverse phase. Mm. 
I kind of hope that's it because it does start getting very confusing very fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, you described it perfectly, and it was still fucking confusing. Um, but yeah, so the, the so he's piloting a zombie. Yep. Something happens again. There is a lack of explanation for this. Doctor Strange just inherently knows that evil spirits will try to stop him. Yes. I don't know. He, he had read the dark hole at that point, so maybe he knew that. But yeah, immediately he gets there and fucking black skeletal things start attacking. The, the Sam Raimi puppets. Basically, yeah. The deadites. He and gets that. to have some zombie stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then Zombie Strange harnesses them into, into a, a zombie cape. Yep. Um, and this is why I'm saying I couldn't really take the end of this movie seriously. <laughs> and it just leads to. The thing is, you have infinite amount of creativity with Doctor Strange fights, and yet they still just become sparkles versus sparkles. Yeah. And I feel like, especially with this one, with the full book open, if they'd just given it all the way to Sam, Sam Raimi, it might have gone this way. You had all the opportunities to not make it that, and yet it still came down to some sparkly stuff. Hmm. It's just a disappointment, isn't it? Yeah. It's just every time I think about it, I get more and more disappointed with it. Yeah. I must admit, I was going in not particularly like... Oh, this is going to be fucking amazing, but nothing about this movie really changed my opinion from just, it's fine. Yeah. It's a B tier. No, it's a C tier Marvel movie, and mm. I'd much rather be watching Thor right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. How did we get to this point? I know. Um, <laughs> do you remember the, the doldrums of 2014 when Dark World had just come oh, out? Oh, I fucking do. Jesus. And, yet, and now we're just like, Thor is the only thing holding this together. He really is. <laughs> We've got a Blade movie coming. It might be good. That might be alright, but I mean, after Thor, it's Captain Marvel. My actual least favourite Marvel movie. Oh no, they stopped movie. it around. It's, it's Black Panther after that. Oh, good. Yeah, but Black Panther. They won't tell us what's going on with that. And they've done a dumb thing, haven't they? It is the wrong word to use, but I am so morbidly curious about that movie. Because <laughs> it seems cursed. Yeah. It seems... I'm not even, like, joking. Like, you just look at all the stuff that happened to Ryan Coogler in, uh, over the course of the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. No, but someone in the cosmos does not want this movie <laughs> to to happen. And I... I oh, boy. So you got that... <laughs> Which hopefully is excellent. And it's a beautiful fucking tribute to Chadwick Boseman and all that good stuff. But you've got that potential fucking fucking bomb about to go off. Mm. Then you've got the Marvels. The the well, Eternals is bad, but I still think Captain Marvel's worse. So, uh, and we've still got to get through an Ant Man sequel. An Ant Man sequel, which I like Ant Man, but like two sure is forgettable. They're in an in-between stage where, well, Spider-Man seems done for now. Mm. They haven't had time to put the Mutants and Fantastic Four back into business. So we're dealing with B-level Avengers of Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, fucking Rindrews and Blade. That's cool. Um, And we've got a long old wait till Guardians 3. So, yeah, they're up against the ropes. I don't think it's doom and gloom. I think they'll be fine. The Disney Plus stuff has been pretty good so far, so they've got that to lean back on. But yeah, especially if this is a, the problem, the main problem with this being the weight of continuity, mm. that's not necessarily going to go away. No. In fact, will only get worse. And if you don't find a way to harness that, <laughs> it, this is a bad sign. This is a warning shot off the uh, off the starboard bear, isn't it? it? Is. It's like a, maybe all your multiverse stuff isn't going to be as interesting as you want it to be. Oh dears, because I'm pretty sure that's what they're leading up to. With that's how the mutants get here. 
surely, right? I'm holding hope for Krakoa. The, the mutants have always been there. Something will happen in one of the upcoming movies, or has already happened, that has released this big fucking radiation thing that has triggered X-Genes, and we'll get all the kind of teenage X-Men fucking Nightcrawler, Rogue, etc., and they will find out that mutants have existed the whole time. They've just been living on an island that no one knows about because Professor X has been fucking guarding it. And that means we can get all the mutants at their correct ages and we're good to go. That's my hope. Um, it might not be that. No. Also, yep. two things. The the last post credit scene. You <laughs> had a month to tell me. <laughs> you probably don't need to sit all the way through the credits, Darren. Nope. Because the last... Post credit scene is just it's Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell stopping punching himself in the face and going, "It's over." It was good for a chuckle. It wasn't worth the fifteen minutes of credits <laughs> I sat through. So thanks for that. <laughs> two, Deadpool two, yep, literally set up that he can jump through all well, time, yep. but it's not too much of a stretch to do that. Why wasn't he here? There's he a lot. Professor X. There's a lot of characters missing from this. Shall we do that before we close? So, the original villain of this was supposed to be Nightmare. It was. Jesus Christ, would it have been better if it was Nightmare? You don't <laughs> have to do narrative backflips to make fucking Wonder work. No. Nope. You can, you're leaning more into fucking what Sam Raimi would want to do anyway. Yeah, you want to do the weird, dark, evil, spooky dimensions. You could still have had dream walking. That's absolutely fine. Why the fuck was it not? Nightmare. I reckon it's because Scott Derrickson said, I want Nightmare, and that is the line I will not cross. And they went, but we'd rather you have Wanda. And he went, no, not doing it, you're not being scared enough. And that meant they got this kind of safe, when it was just with the Marvel fucking, you know, mind, um, hive mind thing, the first two acts, they got Raimi in. You can only really do so much with the setup, and then said, well, the finale's all yours, go mental. Hmm. So, yeah. Really should have been nightmare. We should yep. have just given Scott Derrickson what he wanted. Yep. Ugh. All right. Um, again, I feel like that that sits in the realm. Not maybe not on the same shelf mm. as Edgar Wright's Ant Man, but like yeah, I would have sure liked to have seen the version that had nightmare in it. Either full that was a full horror movie. Yeah, I think it should have been that or the full Sam Raimi version, not the hodgepodge version mm. that we got. Mm. Um, who else was meant to... Who else should have been here? So, originally, mm. the Illuminati had Ghost Rider in it. Oh, yeah. No. That would have been dope. It would Which have been... Ghost Rider? They don't say. Okay. They don't say. They wouldn't go get him, would they? If they I got... have still not seen uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Me neither. I'm very annoyed about that because it does look mm. good. Um if they'd gone and got Nick Cage, just one last time, I don't need, do not get me wrong, I do not need him back as no. fucking Ghost Rider. No. But for a cameo, that'd have been pretty yeah. fun. I mean, are they doing anything with Gabriel Luna? Not Gabriel but, Luna. Is that Gabriel Luna? As, uh, I think so. As, is it? The one who's going to be in Last of Us. No, wait, is Gabriel, uh, is Gabriel Luna Andor? That might be Andor. Then no, he's... I might he's... have Andor on the brain. Anyway. Um, fucking good trailer. Look fucking cool, mm. didn't it? Um, <laughs> God, that's got a good cast. Yeah. Skarsgård? Fucking uh, Aunt Petunia? <laughs> Aunt Petunia, yeah. I know she's been in lots of other more critically acclaimed things, but she's still Aunt Petunia. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I think surely the Blade movie, mm. if they're recruiting the, the, the Black Knight, is just going to be Midnight Suns. Surely. Fucking Moon Knight can turn up, fucking Ghost Rider can turn up, just put all your fucking edgy fucking goth lords. Punisher, get Punisher back. Get Punisher back, fucking ideal for him. Yeah. Those five we've just said there, 
fucking I cannot wait that is now the new hot thing I'm yeah. fucking looking forward to yeah. um, which means they almost certainly won't do it no it'll just Although, be if the, us saying this now might actually will that into existence so in the grand scale of the cosmos <clears throat> I would really hate it if I didn't live to see a Midnight Suns movie boy that would be fun and we will never get it I personally think the combination of Blade, Moon Knight, The Black Knight, Ghost Rider and Punisher would be awful. No one would enjoy that. End scene. Um, right, that was an hour and three minutes. <laughs> Are you ready for Honeymoon Talk? Yes. Are you ready Let's to find go. out what happened at Pearl Harbor? <laughs> I mean, read many horrors and tragedies, but specifically oh, this one. Um, so, um, very quickly though, before like you said you wanted to kill Single Darren the night before your wedding. You killed the world that Single Darren lived in because what feels like a new verse of fucking We Didn't Start the Fire happened the second you left the country. That was something. Like, oh I, I want to hear all about your honeymoon. I really do. But we nearly won Eurovision. That was a thing I never thought I'd see in my fucking life. Uh-huh. Um, what else happened? A lot of shit happened. I mean, Moon Knight finished. Strange came out. Uh... Shit, what else happened? Something else happened. There was some big news and I've just forgotten what it is. I mean, all of Star Wars Celebration has happened as well. Happening. Happening. Yeah. It's still going on. Um, and I, I missed it by a week. I, if, right, in the, in, there's a multiverse somewhere where mm. this happened to me, where I booked my honeymoon and wedding for a week later and that meant I went to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim mm. and then went to um, All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing in Las Vegas to close out my honeymoon because I missed both by a fucking week. <laughs> I'm very annoyed about that. Um, okay, if you're only here for movies, movies and nothing but movies, this is your time to jump out. We will, of course, have a review of Moon Knight up on the site soon. Yep. Uh, we are just getting to the big lot of TV shit and we are two weeks away. Two? Three? It's on the It's on the 10th. So what's that? Two weeks? We're two weeks away from the new Jurassic World movie. Yes. Um, they've just shown off the fucking DLC for the game. Oh boy, we get Quetzalcoatlus and Therizinosaurus. Fucking A. The new trailer is, was with Strange as well. Yes, it was. It was good. It's a good trailer. It was. I'm not sold. Sure is a lot of people saying their full name to remind you what the characters <laughs> are called. But yeah, apart from that. I genuinely didn't realise that there is a 20 year age gap between Laura Dern and Sam Neill. Wow. Yeah, she was 23 in the first movie. Jesus Christ. I don't know who that reflects worse on, but anyway. Um, so. Never, um, never Laura Dern. No. It just never reflects. I mean, oh. she's not double denim. Oh. She's not double denim, but. She, she might be one day. Mm. Um, so, Wedding. Yes. When Alpha Hitch. It did. You've seen Hat. That was. <laughs> yes, the Hat has happened. It was. I, I mean, you, you're pussy there. You didn't get, like, a, a leather hat. No, been, I didn't. But you kept the, you did the thing that everybody requested, which was you kept the ceremony to like fifty minutes flat. Fucking tight, weren't it? Straight to oh the bar. My God. Yes, it thank was you. Beautiful, <laughs> a nice tight fifteen uh, in and out of that motherfucker. Um, Stincia. And I enjoyed the little, there was a little hiccup, and it was a very you and Rachel hiccup, because you kind of like turned out to the audience as the showman you were that day, which I very much enjoyed. I was on. I was on full Bruce Forsyth. It was incredible all day. Um, I I won my first argument as a married man. Wow! But Rachel claims it was actually the last argument of single Darren. But I won an <laughs> argument because I put my right hand up. I put my left hand up to get the ring. Yes. She went, "No, it's the wrong one." I switched to the right, and then the efficient said, "Can you please put your left hand up?" And yep. I was like, "Ah!" Yeah, that man. was it. And you kind of turned out and went like. 
<laughs> oh no, that was on the. Uh, Does anyone object? That was it. And I that did. That was it. I stole that move from my brother. Mm. He did the same joke. He's winning the fourth. I'm fucking having that. Um, <laughs> that was it. Wedding could not have gone better. I, I still forget great. that Matty got married before you. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. strange, but I got. I, I'm the first one of like the people in my year friend group to get married, and no one saw that coming. No, nope. including me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Couldn't have gone better. We had nice weather. I think I talked to everybody. I was oh, yeah, goddamn knackered. Um, I just need to get a prop for a second, so I stall for two seconds. Oh, no, okay. No, it's going to be fine. Oh, he's getting the hat as well. Okay. I mean, visual jokes on an audio medium, as we know. Oh, he's taking a picture. Uh, the mic's definitely not picking. The... Oh, here we go. He's in wedding hat, which is I'm in good. wedding hat. So, the funniest thing. Yes. It was funny in the moment that happened. No one else saw right. because it happened in the bedroom. <laughs> so, After you'd taken out seventy-seven pins or however much. Seventy-seven. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, uh, my wow, my, my wonderful wife um, got her hair done and she looked <laughs> the perfect. She Radiant. was studying to the point that I don't think my nieces actually knew who she was mm. because they were much happier to see her the next day when she looked like Auntie Rachel not <laughs> whatever she became on that day. But Jesus Christ. Her hairdresser had gone mental mm. with the hair clips. No kidding. And it was down to Darren to get them out. Yeah. So how, Rachel... How did she keep her head up? I don't That's know. Like the I weight of a skull. And the veil. So I don't know. But so it, apparently, <laughs> to put this on and the dress took three people in the morning, none of which were me, none of which fed the information back to Dan. <laughs> so we get the room, Rachel's both tired and a little drunk, admittedly, it was her wedding day, it's fine. Yep. And I had to pull 70, <laughs> 75, sorry, I counted them, of these fuckers out of her head. Now, as you'll see, they are pretty much the exact same colour as my wife's hair, mm. which was not helping matters. And... It was so complicated, and they were obviously pulling on her hair. And it, basically, if you were stood outside the door, it seemed like I was trying to wrestle hair grips out of a slightly wounded deer. <laughs> she said, oh, oh, I just want to go to bed. And there's me trying to hack these things out of her head. So that was fun. Uh, the comedy escapades that happened then. Um, so the next morning, um, we are getting ready to go out. My friend Lewis announces he's booked tickets to Dublin. He was still drunk at the time. He managed to get on a plane before I did. Still annoyed about that. Yep. Um, so we went to went down to Heathrow, did a bag drop, got to go on the pods. Have you been on the pods, Michael? At Heathrow? Yeah. Pods? Yeah. What pods? I'll, tell you, I'll show you the video later. I ain't got time. Um, basically, they're like these driverless pod things right. that take you from the various car parks into Terminal 5. And they're just amazing. They're little two-seat things. There's no driver. They go on a little thing. It's like a really shit roller coaster. But I was really <laughs> excited for it. Uh, yeah, first flight, no problems. I'll just give you the... I won't take you through every day of my holiday, but I'll tell you the stuff. So we went on a tour, uh, a bus tour of LA on the first day um, that was really morbid and just wanted to talk about dead people. Oh, well, I thought it was just like, and that's where OJ did it and stuff like that. Oh, no. Went far off. Uh, <laughs> So, this is why we have this picture of both looking really sad outside the hospital that Stan Lee died in. Oh, no. Which was on the tour. Jesus also Christ. Also, the, the room where um, fucking Whitney Houston overdosed went past that. Went past <laughs> uh, the, the hospital where Carrie Fisher died. That was fun. Just Jesus. all the cemeteries. Well, she um, died on a plane. Who did? 
Carrie Fisher? No, no, Carrie Fisher died in the hospital. Oh, okay. She was dying on a plane and then died right. in the hospital. Okay. So I know all about that now. Mm. That was fun. Uh, didn't see any celebrities, although George Lucas was apparently at Disneyland the same day I was. I didn't see him. Mm. Um, but we were in Star Wars land on Star Wars Day. Nice. That was pretty fun. Cool. Got We literally pegged it straight to Rise of the Resistance. I was like, this is the one I need done. <laughs> it broke down. We no. were stuck in the in the bells of the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And we didn't know how close we were to the front. 45 minutes go by. I'm like, right, we're in Disneyland. It's really early in the morning. I'm not just sitting in a queue for all my day. Mm. I was like, if we get to the air well, we'll get out of the queue. Mm. Thankfully, it started. No joke, we were the next people in the ride. Oh, wow. We would have walked away from literally being five seconds away from getting into the ride. Damn. So... It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Like full size at ads, fucking the, the driverless car thing, all the things. Yeah, the, tra- the trackless thing, isn't it? The trackless yeah, yeah. things. Unbelievable. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Um, everything else there was really good. Um, we went on, we didn't get to go on Pirates of the Caribbean because it was under refurbishment, but went on literally everything else. Avengers Campus is fine, but I feel it's missing a big ticket thing. Like a Hawk coaster or something. Something like, like that, yeah. Because yeah. at the moment he's got web slingers. Which is um, like you've been on Toy Story Mania. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that, but you're just doing that. So instead of it being the cannon that you have to jerk off, it's yes. now you're doing you're, you're doing Spider-Man Spider-Man. things. Yeah. Actually works pretty well. Like the technology is amazing. You do it so just do pick you get up everything. Like a glove or something? No 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 no. So like a window opens mm. and I guess as you go over the this barrier here, there's fucking readers in there that are figuring out which way you're pointing, like figuring out elevation and direction of your arm right. to then shoot a, a web at the fucking little spider bots that are crawling everywhere. That was pretty cool. Uh, we went on Guardians of the Galaxy last. That was a mistake. That was... Oh. Because you know who... Um, Hang on, uh, the Cosmic Re... No, that's... No, um, um, uh, Mission Breakout. Yes. So the, the old Terra Terra thing. Yeah. Do you know that would just give you one big drop and then maybe bench back up again and do one more? No, this immediately just starts pulling you up and down. <laughs> and Rachel doesn't like drop towers, it turns out, and mm. she was... Not happy at me, <laughs> um, which is fine. Um, and yeah, so Disneyland was really good. This woman, <laughs> hear me out, right at the end, right? We were sat outside. We were just waiting for um, for our, uh, our Uber to take us home. Mm. This woman comes up on one of the little scooters. And she goes... As in like... The little mobility things. Yeah, yeah. Didn't look what, massive. And no, wasn't an obesity scooter. No, no. So she just comes up and goes, "Hi, I'm making a a, a video for my um for my TikTok. Can you just be like, can you just say um yes?" And I was like, "All right." And she goes, she gets a little camera and she goes, "So uh, after your full day at Disney, do you regret not getting a little jazzy scooter?" And me and Rachel go, "Yeah, we do." And she goes, "Hmm," then turns it off and drives away, cackling to herself. I've spent three weeks trying to figure out what the joke was, and I don't know. Jazzy scooter. That's what, uh, that's that what, what she called. Calls They're it. called jazzy scooters. Right. And I'm like, I, I don't know what the joke was. Other than I get to sit down, I guess. What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Three weeks I've been trying to figure that out. Um, right, then we wrapped up LA. Um, it was it was great. It was definitely the... It was a good starter. Mm. Nice to kind of get it underway. Um, you've been to both now. You both. You've been to both yes. Florida and uh, yes, Anaheim, mm. Disneyland's, and Star Wars. And Star Wars. Any difference, or which is better? Uh, no, Star Wars. 
identical ah. layout everything literally exactly the same in both mm. so wherever you go you're going to get the full experience sweet uh, Florida's still the best um, I preferred this to Paris Rachel was the other way around mm. um, I think Paris is actually going to have a good stab because they're getting they're getting a bigger Avengers campus yeah their campus they? opens and because they're not under the universal problem mm. they built an Iron Man coaster so, oh there you go yeah it's an Iron Man and Captain Marvel coaster so they're getting that that opens in like literally like a couple of months so P- Paris is about to fucking have a chance and they're opening Arendelle for Frozen Land like I don't give a shit about that because oh, yeah, yeah. their second gate is really small at the moment mm. so it's got the Crush Coaster the Fine Nemo Coaster and that's about it when he gets that he'll be fine uh, right then what else happened um, day three wasn't really much of anything we oh, we went on a hike we saw a snake um, I nearly <laughs> died of heat exhaustion um, it's all on the same day all on the same day but let's go up to the Griffiths Observatory it was closed and we walked past the snake um, <laughs> and then saw a sign that says there might be rattlesnakes here and we went let's go <laughs> yes um, we know we just fucking saw them. this is the first day where uh, of a first example of every American thinking we we're Australian no you joke. were telling me about this at MCR yeah, yeah, yeah. every oh, single one of them thought we were Australian without exception um, and you have to change how you say water for three weeks. Yes, because they don't know what water is, so I have to say water. And <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate, um, can I have? Um, I'll have large nuggets, uh, fries, and a bottle of water, please. <laughs> you have to throw it on. Then we get to the main event, right? We go to fucking Hawaii. Yep. Day one is Jurassic Park day. Yep. And this is the happiest I've been, you know, other than my wedding. It's the- <laughs> <laughs> on record. <laughs> Uh, it's my favourite place I've ever been. Yep. It was everything I wanted more. Not helped by the guy pointing out something I did already know, but I'd kind what, of forgotten about. The dinosaurs aren't real. That. <laughs> but also going, oh yeah, they only shot one film, one scene for the original one here. The rest of it's on QI. Who um, fucking cares? I know. It's the bit where the T-Rex is running across the field and gets the Gallimimus. Yeah. So it's the one you'd want, the big open yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was dope, but all the Jurassic World was shot there. For, um, Fallen King was there. We got to drive through the uh, Indominus Rex paddock. That was fun and cool. It looks exactly how you want. The only disappointment was they filled in Godzilla's footprints. Because when Matthew Broderick stands in it, they're fucking six foot deep. Mm. Now they are... Apparently they're like cattle just kept getting stuck in there and the farmers, quote, got annoyed and having to constantly save cows from Godzilla's Godzilla's footprint. So... (laughs) They filled them in, so now they're like six inches deep if that. So, yeah, and we didn't get out and stand in them, which was a little bit disappointing. But anyway, fucking, it's beautiful. It's just a nature reserve. Mm. It was fucking excellent. Um, now, so like, the, do you get driven around in the buggy? Yes. Yeah, so we had three tours there. Mm. They just introduced a Jurassic Park centric tour, but they hadn't got that when we booked, so we didn't do that one. Mm. But the only the only thing we missed out because I asked him like, well, if we went on the proper Jurassic Park tour, if we went on the movie size tour, which is all the main ones. Yeah. Said, so, oh, the only thing they've got is like they built um, from Fallen Kingdom. Obviously, you'll have a photographic memory of that movie just as I do. Of course. Um, they built the like silo thing where the Baryonyx comes after Bryce Dallas Howard and Justice Smith. So it's just some concrete with a bit of a... Oh, from like the first era of the film. Yeah, yeah. Before the volcano goes off, yeah. they go up and the, to like a fucking station to do some geothermal shit and the fucking baryonics comes after them. That's been built there. Well, if the exterior has, that's it. Cool. Oh, and the gyro station's up there, but there's right. no gyrospheres. And I was like, I don't feel I've missed out. Mm. Um, so yeah, we went on the jungle trek, which is where the Indominus Rex paddock was. That was dope. Oh, and the helicopter, when they blow up Kong... From Kong. Ah, cool. That's there. Samuel Sweet. Jackson lights the thing in fucking kaboom. Yeah. Um, that was there. Um, 
we then did the movie sites tour and saw Godzilla's footprint, all the stuff from Lost, Jurassic Park, and then we did the agriculture tour where we got to eat some food. We tried some dried ahi tuna. That was good. We tried taro. That was fucking disgusting. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just the best day. Uh, right, it's time to get to Pearl Harbor, everybody. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Everyone's been itching to find out what happened You know what, this is still one of my best stories. I'll just recap the rest of fucking... Sammy Turtles... I'll show you that video in a minute because I haven't posted that one yet. Oh, the one where you were in the snorkel and just go, fuck <laughs> yeah, it, so, <laughs> so I've never snorkeled before and I'm not I'm, I'm not a bad swimmer, but I'm married to a mermaid. So by comparison to her, I look shit. Mm. So we got in the water. I've just put a snorkel in there for the first time. The geezer next to me asked me a question. I'm in the little floaty thing. And two things happen simultaneously. One, water has already got in my mouth and I don't know how. So I'm trying to talk, but obviously that's just... And two, I've completely forgotten that I can take this thing out. So I'm trying to answer the question through the snorkel. Um, so we go over to where the fucking turtles are. Um, Rachel gets there a good ten minutes before I do. Kind of like... Anyway, so I've, I'm also burdened because I've got the fucking underwater camera on me, uh, which is one of Rachel's old iPhones smacked into a fucking case because I'm risking my fucking phone. Um, so I'm doing the filming, trying not to just get pictures of arses and just take some pictures of the turtles. It's fucking unbelievable. Don't get me wrong. It was like they are one point one is as close as you are to me. Wow. But I forgot that I have a tube attached to my mouth. So whatever I'm saying when I'm in my own little underwater world and not hearing anything is being very clearly communicated at the top. So a whole bunch of people, I found this when I resurfaced and someone told me, very clearly heard me go, holy shit, <laughs> fucking look at them <laughs> Fuck me, that's amazing. Now just come up. Someone says, yeah, we heard every word. He just said, yeah, it's my sentiment, I stand by it. Yeah. Um, we, uh, right, went to Vegas. Did a helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon. Fucking A. Yeah. Oh, did, did I tell you this story? Did I tell you the Elvis story? No. It's, no. You, it's the second best. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm just checking my day thing. We also went to Cirque du Soleil. It was cool. Um, Cirque du Soleil. It's good. It's always good. Like so we, we did the helicopter tour of the Grand Canyon. Did a land in the Grand Canyon. Thankfully, it was 42 degrees when we were Ooh. flying over there. But thankfully, the sun had just gone down because we were on the nighttime one. Mm. It's fucking A. Unbelievable the videos were like incredible. It was fantastic. We were flying back over, and my uncle had sold this to me because he said, "Oh yeah, we as you come over the strip, they start playing Viva Las Vegas," and I'm like, "Fucking yes!" And I had it in my head. This was the picture. We are now over the strip. We are flying. They are playing Miley Cyrus. And oh. I'm like, "The fuck is this?" He said, "If you want to talk to me at any point, just get on the fucking microphone and talk to me." So I fucking grabbed that thing, and I'm like, "Can you play Viva Las Vegas by Elvis?" And he looks at me like I'm the dickhead. <laughs> He's like, oh no, like, you're the first person who's ever asked for that. I haven't. You want Elvis? And I was like, yes. Please do play the most famous song about the city we are currently flying over. <laughs> and he looks at me like, why would I have that? No. And Rachel's like, I told you it was cheesy. I'm like, don't fucking matter. Hey man, you ever told me we flying over Las Vegas? Why Elvis? Why you would have anybody Elvis? want Elvis in Vegas? Who is Elvis? So instead, I flew over Las Vegas to party in the USA. Oh, oh yeah, this is much more thematic. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that happened. We were were in the MGM Grand when the Billboard Awards were happening. Oh, cool. So technically, I was in the same room as, same building as Bruno Mars and Ed Sheeran. I think Florence and Machine were there. Didn't see any of the fuckers. Um, But there we go. Um, 
Oh, I didn't tell you we got turfed out of Disneyland early because it was Star Wars night and I hadn't had the foresight to book onto Star Wars night, uh. so we got turfed out early. Right, let's get to it. Here we go. <laughs> it's time for Pearl Harbor Day. So, <laughs> so this is part of the Hawaii section. Yes. Yeah. So this was on the Saturday we went there. Several things happened. So <laughs> I've heard first of, of all. The day before, we'd been in the sea on Waikiki and splashing about. Now, I don't stay in the sea for long because I'm terrified of burning. Because look at me. Mm. So I got it pretty fast. But we were in there and a couple started talking to us. Too. Oh, Australian? I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they happened to be on our tour sure. the next day. Because it was like Pearl Harbor plus like other Hawaiian stuff. Mm. And um, he started talking to me. I didn't ask. But he gave me his life story. Americans like to do that. They certainly do. Um, that also happened on the plane back. The geezer come in... out of the way from you to cut you. Like, I don't fucking care, mate. The geezer in front of me in the queue for the plane on the way home uh, was one of these. I immediately said, oh, sorry, is that your suitcase? Someone just left it there. And he took that as, like, we are now best friends. I'm going to tell you my whole story. Thank God I wasn't sat next to him because I might have stabbed him. Jesus. Um, oh, plane films real quick yep. I finally watched Judas and the Black Messiah yay I liked it it's it fucking was, good it was good it? Um, I could have watched Belfast I instead watched Space Jam and New Legacy made a smart decision there it's fucking dreadful yep. um, I, they have one excellent joke do you ever plan to watch Space Jam and New Legacy fucking no <laughs> fucking um, another um, but they try to kill Bugs Bunny in it so that's fun yes they do imply that Bugs Bunny's <laughs> dead um, they get um Daffy turns up at one point, says, don't worry, everybody, I've brought Michael Jordan. I was like, ah! And then Michael B. Jordan walks in <laughs> and just goes, oh, sorry, I was just, I was just specked. I was watching something on Twitch and then I got Paul here. Good luck, guys. See you later. <laughs> that is the only good joke they have in the entire movie because wow. Michael B. Jordan turned and up. And that film's like an Aaron 40. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's a long Aaron 40, you know. Uh, and then, what else? I watched The Lost City, the Channing Tatum. Oh. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think I watched anything on the way back. I think I was fucked. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, right, so... Pearl Harbor. We get to Pearl Harbor. The geezer, he's talk, telling me his life story in the taxi. And we are now waiting to pick up someone else from the hotel. He's been banging on about working in finance and he lived in London and all that stuff. He said, yeah, I was having a great career. And then um, on the last week before I retired, we were doing a presentation of our new um, crane business that we brought into. And then a crane fell on me. The door opens... Hi guys, welcome to the tour. Who are you and where are you from? I'm like, no! <laughs> I didn't just sit through 20 minutes of boring financial talk to not hear the crane story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because he was in a wheelchair and I was like, oh, that fucking explains it. <laughs> and then at no point was there an appropriate moment to say, can we just backpedal to the crane story real quick? Because literally they got in and then the tour started and the tour guide was talking the entire four hours I was then with this man. Oh, no. So I don't know what the crane story was. All I know is a crane fell on a crane fell on Couldn't have been timed for better or for worse. It's a good anecdote, but it's an incomplete anecdote now because I don't know what the end of crane story was. <laughs> So we head there. We get out. We are there, pretty much like at the start of like tour time. God, I hope this ends with him another crane falling. I really, oh, damn, that would be beautiful. <laughs> so we sit there. It's like right. They're about to do the flag ceremony, uh, and because yeah, yeah, yeah. we were the only British people on the tour, the tour mm. guy looks directly at us and says, "Just stand up and take your hat off. That's all you need to do." Because they are all very well trained at this shit. Mm. Fucking, burp, 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 and they're all fucking straight up, boom, fucking tears. Yep. So. Please take all of what I'm about to say in the context of, look, I understand it's a very powerful place for Americans, you know, it's where their involvement in World War II started and all mm-hmm. that stuff. 
I imagine I'd have very similar things if I went to Ipswich or I went anywhere like that. Problem is, we in the English school system did the European theatre. Yes. They did the American and the Pacific theatre. Yes. So I get the general gist of it, but that's not my World War Two. Mm. Whereas for them, it fuck it is. Mm. So first thing that happens, we are watching the video thing you watch before you go on the tour. Right. Um, and it's you know all the fucking you know footage you expect. Some fucking SoCal Valley girl walks behind us and swear to God goes, oh, why are they still watching all this old footage? I'm like, I'm sure new footage of the Pearl Harbor attacks from fucking eight years ago will be available any time now. I'm sure they'll find another reel of tape they haven't found in the last 80 fucking years. So that set the precedent, right? So then you go over to the battleship that sank, the Arizona, right? Yeah. We thought it was going to... Like, they've built this memorial over the top of it, right? And we, no, they haven't, well, like, titanic it. No, 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 it's still down there. Everyone that died on there is still down there. Oh, and fucking great. Yeah, no, but it, that was actually quite nice because they've got, like, the big memorial of all the names. No Guthrie's went down with the ship. I tested. Um, you tested? I tested. <laughs> we thought it'd be, like, a glass bottom thing so you can, yeah. like, see the boat and see all stuff. Mm. You can see the very top of, like, the chimney stacks. Another than that, they've paved over it. Well, no, because it's murky water. You can't see it. Mm. It's still underwater. So, like, you can sit, you see about as tall as that bookcase is of... The top of the ship, and then that's, that's it. it. Nothing else. <laughs> it was really good, though, because they did say, like, there were people who got off, and they have a choice when they die, because there's you now two people left. Um, they have a choice when they die, but they can be buried normally, or they can come here and be given a full military service, and their ashes are taken and put into the ship, because there's a hole in, like, one of the fucking gun turrets where they can, like, fit an urn through. Mm. So it's like they have join the rest of their regiment which okay. was quite nice and yeah. you know powerful if you're into that if you're into that type of thing so they had a bit <laughs> these couple were taking photos and the guy was like had left the camera like lens on mm. so he starts laughing the guy the special guy that's on the memorial <laughs> we did not take on with that <laughs> sir this is a national monument I will need you to remain serious the entire time and I was like fucking hell I don't know how to do that it's going to so, be difficult to order a sandwich later <laughs> it is so we were there for like half an hour like I'm not getting the power. And the guide's talking, he says, well, because the, they've also got the USS Missouri, like, harboured over there. And he's like, the reason we have them both here is because this is where World War Two started. That's where he finished the sentence. I'm like, no, World War Two's been going on for a while, mate. But what he think, I think, what he's going to say is this is where World War Two for America started, and that's where it ended, because that's where they signed the Japanese surrender thing. Sure, yeah. So you do that bit first, and then you go uh, you go back to the visitor centre, do it there, and they get you on a boat to go and look at the battleship. That's where you've seen, you've seen the picture of the Hello Kitty um, <laughs> Pearl Harbor exclusive line, yep. which is about as culturally sensitive as having a VW dealership outside fucking Auschwitz, <laughs> but there we go. It's an incredible image of uh, Hello Kitty on his fucking surrendering, ready to commit <laughs> seppuku. Like, I understand oh, we've that moved past. Dark. They've had Pearl Harbor, like, celebrations where boats from the Japanese military have been there. You know, we're past it. We're friends. Now it's all good. It just seems inappropriate. Yeah. I know it's there for the Japanese tourists because this is, like, the holiday destination for Japanese people. Hawaii, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is their, like, it's the closest paradise, the closest bit of American they can get to. Yep. So it is, like, their big thing. Still felt wrong. Yeah. Now, the main event. <laughs> We're on this bus going over to the US Missouri, the battleship, right? Right. All of a sudden, the the somewhat like considered, you know, silence, the mournful silence of it all, is broken by thunderstruck by ACDC. <laughs> Some geezer at the back of the thing has got it on his phone, he's just blasting it, right? Mm. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Someone 
asks him, why are you playing that? And he says, verbatim quote, this was playing when the USS Missouri was kicking alien ass. <laughs> and I'll pause for a second. <gasps> what? Oh, you'll get it in a second if you haven't already. I'll pause for a second and went, what the fuck is he on about? <laughs> and all of a sudden it dawned on me, oh fuck, I found the only fan of 2012's Battleship because <laughs> that had the USS Missouri fighting the aliens. Oh my God, Jesus I found him. <laughs> this man loves a 2012 fucking movie based on a board game starring Rihanna so much that he's willing to break the silence to just play ACDC <laughs> on the way over there. And I was like, they are a different fucking breed. <laughs> Americans, they? <laughs> they are not from this planet. And that, everybody, is what happened, happened to Darren at Pearl Harbor. Some would say, worse than the actual atrocity. <laughs> that is not the view of Darren, that is. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm Jesus. so glad I was there to witness it in person, because if I, if someone had told me that had happened to him, I wouldn't believe him. No. Just that I was Be there like, and went, Oh, yeah, sure, yeah, referencing yeah, yeah, the 2012 yeah. movie Battleship. Everyone loves Battleship, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So yeah, that's what happened to me. How did you keep it together? Like after he was, he was behind me okay. and didn't see me go. Please, I need to point in this man's face and laugh. We have to get off the bus. We have to get off the bus. You have to get off the bus. <laughs> it was yeah. I also found out just a little thing before we wrap up. So that thing was like the last battleship ever made, right? And it was there. They signed the fucking uh, surrender in nineteen forty-five. That thing was still in active service when we were alive. Yep. It was in the Gulf War. I'm like, imagine you were given that boat. <laughs> this boat's been around 50 years. I'm sure it's still fine. On you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, down we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened to me at Pearl Harbor. Oh, I can't. I'm so happy. So yeah, that was my uh, honeymoon. Uh, all went well. Nice. Um, didn't kill anybody. Didn't punch anybody. Uh, <laughs> tried all the food I wanted. Got very fat. Um, didn't go to In-N-Out Burger. That's twice I've been to LA and missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but did go to Red Lobster for the first time. Yeah, and you did drink in the, the rainbow. I did drink in the rainbow. No one was there. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, it's not popular. They don't open the, de- the the indoor bit until like 10 at night. Right. And we were falling asleep at 9, so yeah. that wasn't going to happen. So I drank outside the rainbow and then begged the man on the doors like, I just want to take a picture where Slash and Axel was sat. Well, it like two <laughs> seconds. He was like... Fine, off you go. You've got to um, imagine that's a pretty common request, right? I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That was honeymoon talk. That took 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Michael, but I needed to tell the Pearl Harbor story. You're the first person I've told that story because <laughs> I don't think anyone else would appreciate it on the level that you did because ain't nobody other than the two of us and that person by ACDC remembers fucking Battleship. Battleship. Yeah. Oh, me. Jesus. So there we are. There we go. That was... Thank you for listening to this review of Doctor Strange. <laughs> and the multiverse of honeymoons. <laughs> the multiverse of honeymoons. Will you return the favour one day when you finally go to Japan? Yeah, when I actually have my fucking honeymoon. Wouldn't that be nice? How many years after my actual have they wedding? eased up? No. <laughs> They've, so Japan are now currently trialling bringing uh, foreigners back into the country. Right. And they're like, so yeah, you can go in a group of 40 people like, mm. and you've got to stay in your 40 people oh. and go in the same hotel as your 40 people and go on the same tours as your 40 people. And I'm like, oh yeah, but, yeah, but that'll be pretty frequent. So they can go to, to different cities. No, they are allowing 40 people oh. into the country. <laughs> I am not going there for a long time. No. <laughs> 
the thing is, if it works, are they going to go like, okay, fuck it, floodgates open, or is it like, are they going to be ramping up? They're like, finally, I might be able to apply to go to Japan. Bright side, by the time you get there, they might have fully expanded fucking Super Nintendo World, so you'll be able to go on all that business. Because the Donkey Kong coasters coming, that's under construction now. By the time you get there, they might have got Pokemon Zelda up and running as well, you fucking lucky bastard. That would be good. Um, Although, can you see me getting getting Caroline into Super Nintendo World? Good point. I've got to fight that battle. Is she in? Is she a universe? Is she a Harry Potter person? Yeah, I think more so than Nintendo. Right, but I mean that's how you get into the park, and then yeah, you yeah. just say, "Well, we're here now. We got to go on all the rides." Yeah, fucking. I need to go is. on whatever the fuck that Mario Kart ride is. Okay, no. I, I mean, watch the I watch the on ride. Admittedly, you're not getting the full VR thing on the POV mm. things, but. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, they're not going to you. Not quite Rise of Resistance. Not what we thought it was. No, no, exactly that. Fuck me, it's good, Michael. Get your ass to Florida at some point. <laughs> just, just get on it. Because, I mean, Falcon's still incredible as well. But, mm. for boy, it's good. Anyway, yes. um, we still have another review to do, I just remembered, so I probably shouldn't have spent so long on my fucking honeymoon. Um, but there we are. Um, thank you very much for listening, and uh, what can they expect to see from us soon? Ah, the review of Moon Knight, as we just talked about. Uh, if you go back our last review, which I think was Morbius, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God, he asked me a while. Just when you think I about it. About Morbius. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole world is trying to forget about Morbius, but it will forever be Morbin time, as it turns out. So oh, Is that the thing today? That's, that's the meme. That's the thing. So, someone, today. someone just put "it's Morbin time" over a screenshot, and people are it's it's a great new meme. Uh-huh. Oh, and of course, Morbius sweep, which is the a great Twitter meme, which is just like people t- talking about like an alternate timeline where Morbius is the the most revered movie of all time. <laughs> people are like, oh, I can't believe we live in a world where we exist at the same time as Morbius. Hashtag Morbius sweep, or like it's the electoral map of America. And it's all Morbius. <laughs> it's, it's that photo of Jeb Bush, but with Jared Leto's oh, head. God. People, people, this is how movies get made these days. They look at social metrics. If you're just flooding it with memes, we're going to get more of these fucking things. <laughs> stop. Stop now. It's funny. Yes, it's great. But stop. You're doing more harm than good. We don't want... We have to sit through two random movies. Please don't make us sit through two Morbius <laughs> no, movies. I can't do it, Michael. I can't do this shit. <laughs> I'm already worried that we're going to have to sit through... This is the year of us very much not being the target demographic for the stuff. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how little of the target demographic. And I'm all for this, by the way. You should diversify, but we are definitely not the target demographic for either Miss Marvel or She-Hulk. No. We are so far out of that bubble. (laughs) And I am not looking... They could still be fine, but I can't say I'm jonesing for them. No. 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 We didn't actually talk about the Seahawk. You know what? We're talking about a Disney Plus series next. Let's save it for fucking Let's save it for that one. Uh, There's a bunch of other films coming out at the moment. Uh, So, Jurassic World Dominion's on the way. Thor Love and Thunder is on the way. Yes. I might be going to see uh, Everything everything Everywhere All at Once. Very okay. soon, because that's just released over here. Thank fuck so for I that. I might be going to see uh, Top Gun Maverick at some point. I've heard good um, things, but at the same time, if there's not a homoerotic volleyball section, I ain't in. Who fucking cares? Especially um, with Pedro Pascal. Oh, that rem- speaking of Pedro Pascal, yep. I am going to have to do the draft again, because I've now confirmed Mandalorian Season 3 is next, next year. year. So I've got to pick something else again. Oh, I've, um, I think I've 
got to pick something else as well, haven't I? Have you? One of my films, Spider-Verse, next year now. Ah, okay. We'll, we'll look at the draft momentarily. But anyway, you can find... We've done this the wrong way around, but fuck it, we're wrong with it. Yep. Uh, you can find all of this on our website, fairmentainment.com. That's foul spelled F-O-U-L-E-N-T. No, that's wrong. That's our social thing. This is why I don't do it. Fairmentainment.com. You can find us on socials. Fail Entertainment. Fail E-N-T on Twitter, Spotify, Instagram. <laughs> well, i do this. Just do it. You can find me on Instagram at that my well too. So you can find Darren on Twitter and Instagram uh, at the Guthridge. You can find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and username Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to Fowley and T. Ah! com for everything. It's harder than it looks. It is. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to Honeymoon Talk. I'm sure you love Gladiator Talk. Now there's Honeymoon Talk. Bye, everybody. Bye!